Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Daily Stock Day Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now Good morning, it is Monday, December 11th. I hope everybody had a good weekend. I hope not too many people were in Bitcoin this weekend, but if you are, don't worry about it. Uh, it kind of took a drop. Here's a five-day look at it. It's down five, uh, 3%. It went all the way down to about 40,000. Um, trending downward, down 4, 4% at 42,000 right now. Not horrible. I mean, come on. This was $8,000 at the beginning of the year or something. So um, if we look at a year-to-date chart, just look. I mean, you're you're way up. You were at 16000 at the beginning of the year. So, you know, if, if, you, if you're crying over yesterday's drop in Bitcoin, you're either uh, not in it long enough or um, you're just not playing it. And, and, and if you don't want – my guide on Bitcoin is always just hold it. Where are we on queues? I posted a paid newsletter, and I will tell you the majority of my paid newsletter uh, just included charts that were free, uh, included brokerage tools that I use. Um, there's an outlook down below about everything that I see in the market, a couple of moves that I made uh, over the weekend. Uh, if you're not signed up, dailystockpick.substack.com is the newsletter, or you can just go to the link tree. Link tree is down below, linktr.ee slash dailystockpick. Uh, this has every link that you need uh, for my podcast. It's the only place you can go to get anything from my podcast. You can email me, join the private Facebook group, follow me on Twitter, um, follow me on Instagram, everything. But the cues. This is one of the free part charts that I posted. The Bollinger Bands are cinching up. We have confirmation over the nine-day. Nine-day just bounced off the 21. We're still in an upward trend. That 50-day is moving up. We had this golden cross of the 50-day on the 200-day. Uh, so I, I think you're fine. The RSI is ticking up. It's a little bit over overbought. The MACD is still going down, but it's about to cross up again. So I, I'm bullish. Just honest to God, I'm bullish. Um, there was a great article that I included in the newsletter, this Catalyst Watch, Intel's AI event, Oracle Earnings, Kava IPO, Lockup Expiration. All of these things are going to be in the newsletter today. They were in uh, Saturday's newsletter, and it was a free newsletter for the first part of it. So if you uh, if you actually read it and opened it up, 
you got this Catalyst watch, and like me, you sat there on the weekend, made your plan, made sure that uh, everything that that you uh, you want to do is out there. I have mine on a spreadsheet. I'm going to fly through this podcast because I've got a lot of buying and selling to do over this week. Um, if you want to know about the earnings this week, this is another article that I will include from Seeking Alpha, Oracle, Costco, Adobe, Fuel Cell, Lenar, and more. These are all, uh, uh, this is an article that just basically goes over earnings. What are they expected to do? You can take a look at the charts if you want. Oracle is a podcast favorite. I love Oracle. I think it's been beaten down. Uh, I don't think that you're getting to uh, over 120. So if you want to invest in 113, you should be in this for the long haul. Uh, You just had the Golden Cross. I can't imagine that they won't mention AI. I can't imagine that they won't say uh, we're still taking Uber from a premise server to a cloud server. Uh, I can't imagine that the news will be bad. But you do have this support down here at 105. So that would be where I would look to buy it is between one probably 20 and 105. But if it's a long term and you're into it, this gap is up at 130. I think this is a solid, solid company. Um, if you look at Finviz, you can see the uh, the PE is 33. But the forward PE is 18. So their expected earnings is actually going to grow. Uh, it's up 38% this year. The target price is 129. Like I said, I don't expect this even to get to 120 on earnings. If it does, great. I think it's just one of those stocks. At some point in time, I'm going to put this in the core portfolio. I threatened to do this at 60. I threatened to do this at 80. Um, it, it hasn't made it in there just because you know it's thought of as old tech. This and IBM, but I don't think that it's old tech. I think they're going to uh, probably kill it on this earnings. I don't own this. I don't have a position in it, um, but it is what it is. What I did this weekend was I went through um, uh, kind of the core portfolio, and I said, you know, I, I want to look at XLY. I have XLY and XLK in my personal portfolio, but in the core portfolio, it only included XLY, and I was like, why did I do that? And let me look at XLK versus XLY. I will post a very good um, kind of detailed, detail step-by-step of what I did. I looked at XLY versus XLK. Clearly, XLK is beating XLY. XLK uh, in one year is up 43%. XLY is up 24%. Year to date, XLK is up 52%. Uh, and XLY is up 35%. If you go three years out, XLK is up 51%. XLY is up 12%. So you really want to look at these things and say, okay, um, which one do I really want to be invested in? Is it because XLK just ran too much? I don't know. I mean, you know, my the next step was I took a look at XL XLK. And I said, I know that XLY is 50% Amazon um, and it's 50 per, it's 50% Amazon and Tesla, I should say. And so I said, okay, what's XLK really got? And, and I was kind of shocked to look at this one. Um, I didn't know that about 46 to 50% of XLK is Apple and Microsoft. And in my mind, those are the two that will lead AI. Um, and probably going forward, I think these are two of the biggest long-term holdings that I think you could hold and make a lot of money on. 
So I, I was shocked at that, and that then I that, this led me down to okay, let me do a chart, and I will include this in the newsletter. It's not going to be here. But let me do a chart of Apple, Microsoft, and Tesla because I know that Tesla was added to the S&P this month three years ago. Uh, the chart, if you want it, it will be in the newsletter. It's kind of a little shocking. You would think that Tesla being added to the S&P, that between Tesla and Amazon, they might actually be beating Apple and Microsoft. I'll leave it up to your imagination, but I will put it in the newsletter. Um, what was interesting was this led me to an article when I was, uh, okay, which are the ETFs that are affected by, um, by the, uh, the, the, the adding to the, uh, the, the S and P and I was able to read this. I don't know why, you know, I'm not able to really read this now, but it led me to a stock, um, a, a, a uh, ETF S P Y G. And this is the S&P growth. I did a chart of that in Seeking Alpha. So my point is, you know, again, if you're going to do research over the weekend and and in things, Seeking Alpha is just such a great tool to try and do this type of research in. Um, so there's a link. You save 50 bucks. It's $189 for the year. Um, it, for me, it saves me a ton of time by just having one place to go. And you can take a look. The momentum on XLK is uh, A+, plus. expenses A, dividends B-, minus. risk is C, liquidity A+, plus. strong buy in the quant. I think I'm going to replace XLY with XLK for the new year in the uh, the the core portfolio. Not done yet, but I, I I am looking at it. Now I did include on my Twitter uh, a a this is this is the Amazon history of Amazon's annual revenue. Realize that this is the chart. This is only through Q3, so it doesn't include Q4. You're going to see this continue up, probably higher. Uh, by the end of the year than the last year. This reiterates my point. I don't think that Amazon has a demand problem. It's not a revenue problem. It's a cost problem. That is easily fixed. It would be shown if you saw the same chart with cost. That's why I'm long Amazon. Uh, again, I'll post things like this on Twitter. Uh, Twitter's just the easiest place uh, to address the elephant in the room. I am not following Alex Jones. Um, I, I view Twitter as kind of like America, it's free speech. I have a block button. I don't have to support um, Elon Musk. I don't have to support uh, Alex Jones. I think he's there. You know, Alex Jones is just a horrible, horrible human being, um, and I don't think he should be allowed on. But I have a block button. You know, I don't own Twitter, so I have a block button. I can put it. I, I don't necessarily. I don't pay for premium. But if you want to follow me over there and you're you're you know politically okay with it. Go ahead. It, it's just a place that I, I, I put my stuff. Um, it's just easy. Uh, one of the things that I want to show is Shane Boulard. Uh, Boulard. Boulard. Uh, let's examine and compare my five top growth positions using key metrics, Crowd, Snow, MongoDB, um, DOCN, PLTR. So the, he's got just got a, such a good Twitter feed with such great information. Uh, if you're going to follow me, Follow him as well. He's just fantastic. Um, the top uh, worst performing stocks in the S&P year to date. Uh, Solar Edge, obvious, <laughs> is the biggest one that's down 72%. And Fades, down 61%. What I think you should do, I will include this list in the newsletter. It is not posted anywhere, but I will post it in the newsletter. It's from Charlie Biello, Creative Planning. 
Um, and I found this. You can do this yourself and look at it, but I, I think you should look at some of these companies that are solid companies, um, like Enphase. Um, Solar Energy, the, these, the, the, the CEO has said that um, stuff's going to go down. Etsy, in my p- opinion, that's down 33%. I own Etsy. I own a small position in Etsy. Paycom Software, um, I, I think that's a solid one that you could look at. Dollar General. I think that discount stores, you know, they were just overdone on the upside. So I think you can look at those and I'll include that in the newsletter and you can look at that and see exactly where where you want to go for 2024. But again, I was putting together my 2024 plans. Uh, Core portfolio, Eli Lilly, Monjaro, three times more effective than Ozempic for weight loss. This is why Eli Lilly's in the core portfolio. It's a solid, solid stock. Uh, it is expensive, but we've seen a pullback on this one of recent. It is under $600. You just had a cross-up at $595. $595.83. Let me just make sure it's in the... Uh, the uh, Yeah, I got to put it in the scans. $595. <clears throat> I mean, that again, it's under $600. If we look at a long-term, you'll see it's, it's quite extended. But the revenue on these drugs is expected to be huge. So I wouldn't necessarily look at the dollar amount that you're spending. I do think anything uh, below $600 is a good price in this one. Uh, It is speculative. But with news like this, um, where the the Eli Lilly is three times more effective than the Ozempec stuff, I think that's a good sign that, that, hey, this could be better. <clears throat> Macy's. We've had Macy's uh, as a uh, question before how I liked it. I said I liked it. I really liked Macy's um, Macy's e-commerce stuff. They just got an offer to buy them for $21 per share. It's private equity. It would take them private. It's trading right now at $20. They uh, got this offer sometime at the beginning of December. Uh, you can see, <laughs> I mean, this is just... If we go up to 20, let me let me just escape this and we'll go up to I want to shrink this down a little bit so I can actually get it to 20. Um, there we go. Uh, if I go from where the algorithm got us in and I go to 20, let's go to 21 because that's the offer. 2065, 64% gain. In what? 3 weeks, month, solid 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 play this was crazy good um so hopefully you guys got in on that one uh, i like this one before their earnings uh, right about here with 1202 i said i i think it's gonna be solid earnings because i thought the uh the the consumer was good you can see a gap up there it still has confirmation still up there uh, i don't know that i'd necessarily be buying into it but solid solid play occidental petroleum buying crown rock for $12 billion. Oxy is down in pre-market, down 0.35%. Energy's just, it, 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 it hasn't been a, a solid play this year. I mean, that's to put it kindly. Uh, Occidental on the year is down. Occidental is down again, down at 56.27. You can see it's got no confirmation here. We're out as far as the algorithm goes. Uh, just so you know, when I clean up my uh, my own personal portfolio, not the core portfolio, I'm probably dumping a lot of energy, specifically Exxon. Um, and it's not because I don't believe in Exxon. It's because I believe that Exxon's $120 price is probably the top. And like I said, I, 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 I 
um, you know, last year I got out at 109. I'll probably just take a bunch of profits here. Remember, my average price is about 40 bucks. I probably should have sold it at this 109.27 again, where I saw it last year. This is where I sold it last year. I'll sell it again here. I'll take some profits. But again, I don't want people to follow me because I'm doing it more for tax purposes. It's nothing more than a tax purpose. I have to do it between now and the end of the year. I do think that energy is in a little bit of an uptick. I would trade it. I wouldn't necessarily own it. Unfortunately, I own too much of this. And between that and PXD at 223, um, I, I would just own too much Exxon. So I'm looking to get out of Exxon before the end of the year. Uh, Dan Ives, he, he uh, tweeted out um, that they are the raising their price target on Apple. Uh, this is another one that I will trim uh, at this point. They're raising their price target to 250 um, $250. You're trading at $195. We still have confirmation. I hate selling this one, but I probably am going to trim this one for some profits. You're at, if you just look at a weekly on this one, um, you know, you're at close to this, this all-time high. If we just look over here, your all-time high on a weekly, 198. It, it popped right uh, at 198 at 200. You're at 195 right now. I mean, it makes no sense to hold on for $3 if you're going to sell some of it. Uh, I particularly am only selling it my average purchase price. Just so you know, again, it's a tax thing. My average purchase price is $5 a share. So I am doing this simply for taxes, not because I don't believe in it. Uh, natural gas, how I found out about natural gas, I just looked at the front page of Finviz and I looked natural gas is down 10%. Uh, I want to alert everyone, Boyle, which got a cross-up in the algorithm uh, that last Friday. It is down uh, 16, 18% at $24. $24 is not even on this damn thing. $24. So it's crazy down. Uh, not something that I would get into. I said even last week, it doesn't have confirmation, so be careful of this one. But Boyle is down. The clear winner has been KOLD. I mean, just between pumping, uh, taking cheap natural gas out of the uh, out of the Permian Basin, um, and being able to export it from this country, and the uh, the warm weather that we're having makes no sense to invest in boil. This the algorithm in KOLD, you're up ninety percent in what you know a month. November seventh, you started in at at fifty one. Even if you got in at this forty eight level. So KOLD has been the play. It's still got confirmation from a long-term perspective. Remember, these are decaying assets. So this isn't a chart where, oh my God, we're going to come back to, to the 200-day. Uh, it is just climbing a little bit. The 50-day is still moving positive. You still have uh, positive stuff up there. Uh, this was last year <clears throat> where I said, hey, KOLD is on its way down. Uh, we're in this channel. We've broken above that channel. So ever since then, that was January of this year, I've been super, super careful uh, and not wanting to really risk anything in natural gas. Uh, but I bring it up anyway. J-Web, thanks for the, uh, says, hey, Gary, thanks for the feedback on Spotify yesterday. What do you think of ExxonMobil's stock forecast for the next year? Also, how about a firm? Exxon, I went over. Um, I, I, you know, I don't know that, that Exxon, Exxon makes money with the price of oil. And the price of oil is politically motivated. Uh, when we fill up the strategic reserves, um, demand is going to go up. 
supply is going to go down. We have to fill those strategic reserves back up. China is in a bad place, and, and they're not putting the pressure on demand that the world thought they would. So you have uh, OPEC pulling back, trying to drive the price up. But politically, everybody wants to price, drive the price down. So I, I think it's $120 stock at its best. So if you want to invest in 99 you get a decent dividend. Are you going back down to 60 or 70 I don't think so. But when you look at the weekly and you look at a long-term portion of this, you're not even at the 200-day. I mean, the 200-day is down at 76. So I'd be a little bit careful about energy right now. I'd rather be wait for it to see confirmation than to see you buy in and, and try and time it on energy in particular. A firm holdings, a firm, the only thing that you have to worry about with a firm is when are they going to make money? Uh, um, if we go over here uh, and we look at a firm, AFRM, if anybody wants to look at they're losing $900 million, $900 million. They have cash on hand, $4. So they have plenty of cash on hand. Um, but if the consumer's in that bad of a space, is a firm going to continue to lose money? Because remember, they, what they do is they basically pay for the item from the retailer uh, at a discounted price. And then they take all of the, just like credit cards, they take all of the risk, uh, just like a credit card company. And the, the person pays it back over time. So they don't necessarily charge interest. They make the difference between the price that you pay as a consumer and the price that they pay as a quote-unquote discount brokerage house, if you will. So it's expensive. Make no, no bones about it. The price to sales is 7.37. They're not making money. Um, it is up 335% this year. The average target price is 23. You're trading at 42. Now the average target price, again, look, look at that from October, the Wells Fargo equal weighted 17. The most recent Jeffries upgraded them to outperform from underperform to hold. And they put a $30 price target. You're trading at 42. I just, you know, again, if you want to invest in this one, I think you got to have long-term view. I don't think that they 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 start to really soar um, and justify it until they make money. So I would probably stay out of that one. But again, they're up 300%. I've totally missed this one this year. I'm fine with that. Alex from Spotify. Love the podcast. Daily listeners. Uh, thoughts on RITM. Let's look at RITM. This is Rhythm Capital. Let's see what they do first. Uh, I think this is a company that basically just loans stuff out. Uh, it's a REIT. So you get yeah 9.52% uh, dividend. Uh, you can see year to date, it's up 29%. Let's see what they do. Uh, investment trust, which aims to generate by investing in mortgage-related assets, including operating companies at attractive risks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a REIT. I'm not a huge fan of REITs. Um, this one is doing better than most, I will say, and I don't know exactly know why. The PE isn't crazy. It's seven. Forward PE, it's six. 9.52% dividend worries me a little bit, but it's up year to date. Your target price is 11. You're trading at 1050. You're, you're at your 52-week highs. Uh, RITM, if we look at just, let's look at it from a weekly standpoint, um, the 200 day is still, you can see, was this a SPAC at one point or something? Um, 
Yeah, it looks like it might have been a SPAC at some point in time. But your 200-day, you just crossed it. You might have a, cross, a golden cross here. Uh, you have confirmation. Um, if we run this in the, the four-hour, uh, it looks like you were in at 948. You're at 1049. It's not a huge gain. I mean, it's a good enough gain um, while you're getting a dividend because there was there was no ex-dividend date in, in the middle of this, though. Um, but you're up what 15%. I just don't know that I am if you've been a listener, you, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of REITs. I think they take their money and they give it back. It's kind of like energy companies. They give it back to their, uh, their investors and their stockholders and they don't reinvest in their property. So maybe rhythm capital is something different. Let's look over here on, uh, RITM on seeking alpha, see if we can find something. Uh, rhythm massive gains and this 10% yield is still cheap buy buy quant is not covered um, yeah I mean everybody says it's a buy so uh, I'd just be scared off at that uh, 52 week kind of high so JWeb, uh, hey Gary I love Apple do you think it's too expensive to buy right now should I wait for a pullback I went over this I, I, listen I think Apple you buy it whenever you can if you have money and you want to buy Apple, you just buy it whenever you can. It's at 52-week highs. It's at all-time highs. But we've been at all-time highs before. I mean, if you were afraid to buy, you know, here at uh, October 2018, you bought at all-time highs at 56, and, and you dipped back down to 39, you were like, oh, my God, I made a mistake. That was, what, uh, September to January? Uh, oh, my God, that was the last quarter of the year. I just made a huge mistake. Well, you didn't make a mistake if, if you're looking out, you know, and you bought at 40 and you're at 195 today. So I, I think it depends on your time frame. If it's long, just buy it. Just buy it and hold it. That's what I do. I just buy and hold it. I will sell it for tax purposes uh, th before the end of the year. That's the only reason I'm selling it. The only reason I trim it is because it's at 52 week highs, but I continually just buy it lower. So if you don't have a position, uh, uh, you know, start one. Uh, say you want $1,000 in Apple. Just buy $100 of it today and then $100 of it next Monday and then $100 of it for the next 10 weeks uh, or 10 days. You can buy, you know, $100 of it for the next 10 days. Whatever you want to do, I, I think Apple should be a mainstay. Again, and I say this from my own personal perspective, Apple should be a mainstay in your portfolio. It's 50% of my portfolio. It's crazy. I know, but I just view it as a, as a safety. They, they buy back enough stock uh, and they retire enough stock and they have that, that base. Now, the only thing that worries me about Apple is all the money and all of the stuff that they're putting out there about AI on Apple is Siri is so bad. Siri is so bad compared to the others. So, oh, I got to stop it. All my devices are going off now. Uh, hey, Gary, can you look at Marathon and recommend what price you would get out at? Marathon Oil, M-A-R-A. -A. Oh, Marathon Digital. This is Mara. Um, this is crazy. I, I can't tell you what price I would get out at. I mean, that's, that's you know, your thing. Uh, it still has confirmation. Uh, 1567, we just opened up. It's just touching that nine day. I, I mean, I'd wait for, for you to lose confirmation. Uh, if you bought it this 942 and you're up 79%, or I'm sorry, let's just get rid of this stuff. 
remove all annotations because we have to update it has run even further but if you bought at 942 and you're at 1540 and you're up 77 percent and you were up let's see how much were you up uh you were up uh 89 now you're only up 77 percent and you feel uncomfortable sell it just sell it <laughs> I mean, there's no reason to hold something if you're going to be nervous uh, about it going down. If you're going to be nervous about it going up, then then you haven't created your plan. Your plan needs to be not when do I get out. It's when I get in, when do I want to get out? What's my goal? And if your goal is to when confirmation is lost, you're close to it now. But don't beat yourself up over the fact that you were up 90%. You can't time these things. So you can't ask me when to get out. I would say when you lose confirmation and and trade it, you know, you may want to trade this on a weekly, a weekly candlestick. You may want to trade this on a five minute candlestick, but whatever you do, I would say just get out when you lose confirmation. Um, That's the best way. On a weekly, you're just crossing the 200 day right now. So it's going to be a red candle for the beginning, but it is what it is. Um Marley from Facebook. Uh, I added small ESTC as another AI play. Can you look at it this week? EI, what is it? ESTC. Let's look at ESTC. Uh, this is Elastic NV. I know nothing about this company. ESTC. Is this an AI play? Uh, software application. Let's see what they do. Do, do, do. Data analytics company, which engages the precision of open source uh, search and analytics. It operates through the United States, the Netherlands, United Kingdom, uh, India, <clears throat> etc. Look at the insiders. Insiders are selling uh, all through June, July at 70. Uh, it is now at 119. <laughs> Holy crap. Um, market cap of 11 billion. They're losing 192 million. Their forward PE is 77, so it's extremely expensive. I would say it's hype. You only have 97 million shares out there. So understand this will be a hard one to fill for you. So if you buy it, it will be hard to fill on the buy. The, the more important thing is it's going to be hard for you to sell. If it's a small position, don't worry about it. Just realize, you know, with these big moves like you see, it's going to uh, be hard to fill it on the way up and the way down. Um, so I, I, I mean, you know, 124%. Average target price is 103 and you're trading at 115. Uh, if we look at this one from a, whew, God, you got in at 76 here on the algorithm. So if you're in this one, uh, I, oh God, I mean, it's not, a, this is total hype. Trade it. I mean, it's AI hype. I think this is like IONQ. S- same kind of thing, Marley. Uh, that would be my take on it. Uh, Salpamintag, uh, Maycom. Technology Solutions Holding, MTSI. M as in Mary, TSI. Let's take a look at this one. From a chart perspective, you're in here at 71. You're at 86 right now. Uh, Solid. The performance of the algorithm makes you 14% over 24 months um, with, what, 26 positions. If you just bought and held, you made 13%. So it's about the same as buying and holding. Uh, if you look at a weekly chart, you're a bit extended on this one. Uh, it's a little bit high, but it does trade around that 50-day, not really the 200-day. Uh, back here in May, where it dipped down to 49 and you got to the 200-day, obvious buying opportunity. You've doubled since May. 
MTCSI, let's see. MTSI, sorry, Maycom. Uh, it is uh, 70 million shares. Um, it is over the counter, so not over the counter, but the PE is high at 67. Forward PE of 25. Average target price is 85, and you're trading at 86. The uh, 52 week high is 87. It's a bit extended. September, most recent. Uh, Craig Hallam, hold to buy, and he raises price target to 119. August, uh, benchmark company, hold to buy, $92. So you still have some room on the upside. Insiders are selling. Insiders are selling in a big way, and they're selling at 81 and uh, 85. So I'd probably stay out of this one. I mean, I, I think it's probably gotten some hype. It, you know, you, you want to get in on these early. You don't want to get them, uh, you know, late. Uh, like, for instance, HPQ. HPQ is a solid company, large cap, typically in my uh, my universe. Uh, you can see it here, 26. You're just crossing up on the 200-day, and you're at 30. It's up 1.83% today. You've got your ex-dividend date coming up on December 12th. If we look at it, this from a long, long perspective, you're not close to your all-time highs. You're 52, uh, you know, May of 2022. This was at $40, and you're at $30 today. That would be a solid game to get back there, and I don't think that that HPQ has a, a long way to get back there. If you look at their PE, their PE is relatively, you know, solid. Uh, and this is for, by the way. This is for John from YouTube, HPQ. This is in the S&P 500. It's got a market cap of $29 million. It's got $988 million of shares outstanding floating. Um, the average target price is $30.62. So you're up against that. But when you look at the most recent ones today, Evercore, they raised their price target to 40 uh, Look at November. Uh, Citigroup raised their prices to 33 back in November. Um, and, and even October. Uh, Bank of America raised their price to 33 and you're trading at 30. That would be a nice 10% move there. And and that's not including today's, which gives their uh, outperform to 40. So when you're looking at stocks, I think you look at things like this where, hey, if I buy it and it's down 10%, I'm perfectly fine if it goes down 10%. Um, that, that would be me. That would be the way I would look at things um, when I'm trading. So HPQ, great call on that one, John. He kind of pointed that, that out during the live this morning. Let's look at some scans. First one is Lily. We talked about this one. This one you get in at uh, under $600, I think, um, right here at $595. Great, great play on that one. Uh, <clears throat> XLY. Now, XLY is in the core portfolio. This is the one that I own. Uh, and I own it because 50% of this is Amazon and Tesla. So rather than buying into Tesla, I own this one. I am even more bullish on Tesla, by the way, uh, than before with the robots, the the humanoid thing, the the uh, dojo, the full self-driving. I think Tesla is a great – Tesla is just staying in the, the core portfolio there. It's putting in its kind of due diligence. Here to between 200 and 250 – <clears throat> and it's hitting that 200 day as resistance. Uh, you're still in from a $201 uh, price buy here in November. $201, you got in. Uh, and you're at 240. So it's been a solid, solid mover. But uh, XLY is the reason I got in there. XLY has another cross up. So it's a solid, solid buy. Taiwan Semi, I've said anything under 100 on this one is a great buy. 99.12 is the, the cross up here. Uh, it's a little bit extended, but hopefully you got in at the $86 price. But again, it's a solid, solid play. Uh, FBCG, 
which is the uh, Fidelity Blue, Blue Chip Growth. This one, uh, if you got in at the end of the month at 29, I mean, it's just going to go for another run. See, it's crossing up here. There's another MACD cross-up that goes up even higher. Um, let's look at, there, there's a bunch of others like Meta, Boeing. Boeing has just been a solid, solid play. I mean, Boeing under 200, uh, you know, we talked about it getting through that 200 day right there and how it was going to blast off after that. Yeah, that was an 18% gain in that one. Uh, 198 under 200. I don't know that you're ever going under 200 on Boeing again. Great buy if you got it. Um, I did get it under 200. I was there. Um, one thing I want to point out that has a cross up is Spy Eye. This is one of our um, uh, basically it's covered calls is what it does. But what I want to point out to you, it does have a cross up and you could buy it on entry just on the algorithm. Uh, and the algorithm does fine on it. But what I wanted to point out to you was. Um, Oh, I don't have. I'll put the chart in uh, in the newsletter. And I, what I did was I, I charted it against QQQ, uh, XLK, and Spy year to date. Just year to date, uh, Spy I is up sixteen percent. That is with the dividends that you got. Understand that the dividends that you get on Spy I, I think it's like a ten percent, twelve percent yield, twelve point zero five, and you get paid out every month. And there is some, there are some tax advantages for Spy Eye, um, if you you have it as an income. But it is an income. Understand, it's just an income. This will not beat a bull market. Even Spy is up twenty two percent with your twelve percent yearly dividend. You're up sixteen percent year to date. So understand, you're up sixteen percent. I'll put that chart in the uh, in the newsletter if you want it. Uh, Nvidia has a cross up. Uh, NVIDIA, we talked about uh, kind of trading it around that 450 mark. It's at 470 right now. I don't think, you know, adding a, a 475 is a hard, even at 470. You can see it's using that 200 day as its support level. Uh, does it go below there? <sighs> I mean, you know, talk about double, double ordering and the chips and blah, blah, blah. I just don't think that NVIDIA has anything to worry about. I think you're fine. The The valuation is high, but they have proven through the last three quarters of actual earnings that they have pricing power. That is something you want to see in a stock. Um, BABA. Uh, CVX, by the way, there's a bunch of other names. I'll put all of these in the newsletter. But BABA, I don't know that we've hit bottom, but here's the buy at 7202. Now, what you have to realize is even at 72, if we go to a monthly on this one, you're way back to 2016, you know, 2000, uh, February 2016, where uh, BABA traded between, it opened up at 66, um, it closed at 68, it got up to 70. So, I mean, that's a 3.47%. We don't have confirmation. I, I don't like timing these things. Just understand that's that's one that's in there. Uh, one that I wanted to point out from last week was Broadcom. I had said, hey, their earnings are good. Um, I don't know why this, the stock pulled back under 900, but I put that note in there. Anything under 900 is a buy. You're trading at 984 right now. It's up 4%. 4%. So if, if you had gone in at, at that, let's just say you got in uh, you know, and, and you bought it at 899. Let's say 898. That's kind of where it went. Uh, just in uh, the last few days, that's a 10% gain. That's a 10% gain to where it's trading right now. Just in uh, four bars. 
So four days. That includes the weekend. <clears throat> so solid, solid move on that one. Um, and I'll include that chart in the newsletter if you want to see it. So let's go over uh, Linktree, uh, the, the TrendSpider. My algorithm, as you see, all of the entries and exits, it's in TrendSpider. If you want that algorithm, you go over here, you click on uh, from Linktree, you click on that top link. You go over here, you uh, view plans and pricing. You go ahead and order. Again, $429 for the year. Uh, this is a good offer for the next 15 hours. This is the best offer that you're going to get. Again, my link has the best offer. What I provide you that others don't. And oh, by the way, if somebody wants to bitch that I don't give a free trial, you can get a seven-day free trial. It just costs you a lot more money. It's $780 for the year. Um, yeah, don't get the essential. Get the elite. But if you want the monthly, the great thing about this is you can pay a monthly. You get a seven-day free trial and just pay $79 for the month. What they, you're then going to do is go back here and you're going to go to this email bucket right here. And you're going to email me at dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. And I will email you the links to my uh, algorithm, uh, the watch lists, all of the scanners that I use, everything that I use in TrendSpider, I start you out with. So you absolutely get a, a leg up on ordering from anybody else. Um, that's what I do for you. Uh, if you want uh, uh, Seeking Alpha, there's a $50 coupon right here. Uh, the other thing, and I included this in my uh, weekend newsletter, the things that I use, I love, love, love using Weeble. Um, I love the app. It has taken place of my uh, sports betting where I don't bet on sports anymore. I just buy stocks and I'm much more successful at it. I have turned uh, $1,000 from the beginning of the year into $3,000, $3,128 right now. Majority of my uh, portfolio is in Apple. Uh, I have Caterpillar. I have Snap. Uh, <laughs> I have Boeing, Spotify. Uh, I have Ford. I have IONQ. I have Google. I sold out of my TQQQ. I'm not back in that one. I have Gap, which is up 49%. I have a lot of these stocks that, that have moved a lot, but I went from $1,000 to $3,000. If you want Weeble and you want free stocks, just click there. Uh, newsletter right there. If you're paying anything more than $25 a month for your phone service, click there and you'll get $20 off your first month. Your first month could be $25, um, but using that link, it goes down to $5 for your first month. If you want the Visible Plus, which is basically Verizon service on a prepaid portion, it's $30, $35. And, and my, my, uh, my link saves you $20. So go there, sign up for phone service. It's it's a great way to support the podcast. If you want to tip me, I've got Venmo. Gift me with PayPal or Cash App, any one of those things. Uh, if you want to follow me on Savvy Trader, uh, I will be doing um, some, just to understand, my trading portfolio, they're charging $25 a month prepaid yearly. Uh, personally, I think you should subscribe for free to the core portfolio. Don't follow my trades. Uh, for those of you that want to, you can subscribe here at Savvy Trader. Uh, I get a portion of this. It's not a very large portion. I am not pushing this. Uh, I don't have this linked um, at all. I think it's a private link or something like that. Uh, those of you that are currently subscribed to it, you can continue to get the emails when I do sell stuff. And I will do a lot of selling this week, but you can look at stuff there. If you want to subscribe to it, have at it. I just don't think that I'm that uh, active that it's worth it. Um, yeah, that's it. Okay, 
I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. and fears.